0: Hola, soy Chicharango. Suscríbete a Wantem Football.
1: Wow, what a great weekend to be an LFC fan. First we signed Gareth Bale. Then we pick up three points against the Red Bulls. Blimey, you're so right, Vince. An exciting time, and the lads are just busting. Oh, me
2: me old China play. Gareth Bale at the footy grounds. Would you add him in, It's
3: going to be me old. Yeah. Come
1: on, Gareth. Come on, lads. Come bloody good. All right, well played, lads. Uh, We have a great show for you today. The man who broke the big Gareth Bale signing news will join us. That's right. MLS insider Tom Bogart is on the show. We'll also break down the big win over New York and scout the upcoming competition that LFC will face bloody good show Jerry O LAFC 360 starts now you guys do know he's from Wales he's not English right
2: Hello there, welcome back to another oh, yeah. episode of LASC 360. As you can lot. tell, we are very, very excited to be here. There's so much to get to, but first, let me start by introducing you to the rest of the panel. I'm Connor Colopsis, with me, Max Bredos.
3: Yes, what's going on? Hey, I did go to Europe, all I got was this t-shirt, St. Pauli, and I know where Wales is. I, I know now.
2: Yeah, we had a long <laughs> conversation with Max after that call opened. Thank open. you.
1: Uh, and Vince LaRosa. What's yeah. up, Vince? You guys... Are- your accents were disappointing. An actor and a guy that literally just came from Europe. Yes. And that's what you got. Although, Max, credit. That shirt is pretty Thank awesome.
3: You. Yes. Uh, in Hamburg, uh, there was nothing going on. The stadium was closed, but I still got a T-shirt there for FC San Paul, And had a lovely uh, uh, currywurst sausage as well.
1: Think of uh, your friends oh, Connor yeah. and Vince. Did you yeah. get us anything? Did you get us anything? No, but I was thinking about the subscribers. No, but...
3: <laughs> the subscribers out there. Sure. And that if you can uh, sign up, maybe I can get you a T-shirt. But this is a good time to subscribe to 110 Football. Do it right now it makes that sound you're in. If it doesn't make that sound you're in. Now's a good time to do it cuz this show was going to get huge. Oh, why's
2: that? Gareth <laughs> Bale. Speaking of which, welcome in Gareth Bale to the show everybody. No, Just kidding. No. 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 All right, dead. let's He's get is not in the I'm United
3: States. For yeah. Not for a little bit.
1: Let's um, get let's get back on track, lads. Uh, all right, no time to waste. Let's get this show rolling with the story that shook up the entire sports world. Let's get to my favorite <laughs> #yeah, that's right. We're back. Gareth Bale is black and gold. It still feels surreal to say that. Uh, this was a huge coup by LAFC and John Thorrington. Let's check out to see what John had to say about it on Sunday.
0: For us, I think what was great about the conversation with Gareth is it was just, what do you want from your next? And let's see if that matches what LAFC is and can offer you. And I think for players like Gareth, they speak to a coach like Steve who says, Look, this is what it's like here on an everyday basis. This is what we expect out of you, and this is the responsibility you will have, but what do you want? And and Gareth and these guys, you don't win five Champions League trophies. You don't win, you're not the highest, you're not the most valuable player in the world in recent history, or started in, in recent time. Actually, I think the, the guy that now is, is, was here today. But uh, in any event, you don't, you don't achieve those things if you don't have that hunger, and I know that. Steve knows that, we know that, so we did, Our diligence and in fact I'm really excited about what this change of scene will mean for Gareth and his ability to focus on playing and you know we had really in-depth conversation what do you think you need to be successful and he described the environment at LAFC not knowing it necessarily but having done his research but we have a great group of players now and I think we did an incredible amount of diligence on Gareth we have players who know him we have staff who know him And it was just really open, transparent conversation, and we quickly saw that it was the right match. And we're incredibly excited in the face of very stiff competition worldwide that he agreed. And we're excited to welcome him in the next couple weeks. I'll tell you what, John's fired up. Like he
1: doesn't talk like that often, so you can tell he's definitely fired up. He had a lot
3: of FaceTime on the ESPN
1: broadcast too. It was like breakaways every five or six minutes. He did up there, up there on the stadium roof. Good for him. Good for him. Let's. It's a let's, rock star. Let's keep it going. Let's keep talking Gareth Bale. Let's bring in the man who broke this huge story, MLS insider Tom Bogart, the man that John Thornton calls the leader.
4: <laughs> Tom, thanks awesome. for joining us, man. What's going on, guys? Yeah, I don't. I don't love that as a nickname. There's. It there sounds like bad connotations, but hey, cheers. Well, but, that's the
1: last time it would be said. Yeah, John said it. <laughs> You're a good old Tommy. If if it could be said in an endearing way, I think that was the way that John said it to you.
4: I thought so too, and then I got a few texts from people be like, like hey, what the hell?" And I was like, "I, I think he was just kidding." Like, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> had,
3: by the way, it had to be—it had to feel great to report that story, to get that off your fingertips and go, "Wham!" And so,
4: congratulations cer- on it that. It certainly did. It—it it was very anxiety-riddled when I was when I was kind of nailing it down or tracking it down on on multiple multiple sources to confirm and make sure it's ironclad. This is Gareth Bale, and I'm just like obsessively refreshing Twitter, site searching Gareth Bale LaliaSD just like desperately like, oh my God, like what if I don't get a call back and somebody breaks this while I have it And like I'm just trying to be cautious and make sure to get all of these confirmations. So that was that was a bit of a difficult couple, uh, however long that took on Saturday morning, but we got to the end and, and nobody, nobody broke. It.
1: <laughs> well, that's a, that's a good segue to, to my question, Tom, because what I want to ask you is you've alluded to this before and it was kind of specifically with Brendan Aronson. Some stories are a marathon, like you're following it, you're tracking it for months and months, you're getting little bits here and there, and then finally you you put it out, you break it. Some you said were a sprint, though. What was the case with this? It sounds like, it, from what you were just saying, it was like you picked it up and then you just had to go as fast as you could.
4: Absolutely, yeah. This one was a sprint. I mean, you know, as you alluded to with the Brendan Aronson stuff, like that was literally from I was reporting about Leeds trying to sign him from December until the last weekend of the premier league so mid-may like that i knew of that possibility and it's like checking with people asking where it's at or it's whatever no it was not like this in the Gareth bale deal it, this one was more of a hey hey this is happening and i was like oh my god nobody nobody's reported that there's no rumors there's nothing that's it was uh so yeah it, it was a hectic sprint i was uh, at my poor girlfriend's house we were going to the beach we live a mile from the beach um and she had to be delayed for that and deal with me taking phone calls and doing all that stuff and being very neurotic and anxious. So she's she's the real MVP throughout this can whole you
1: process. Can you even fathom how that happened? Like, I'm not saying it, I'm not saying this is a judgment of you. Like, you you do a great job. You are able to find these scoops all the time. But like, how are is somebody able to keep Gareth Bale under their hats for that long? And I, I mean that as a pun with no. the hat tip.
4: <laughs> oh, I, absolutely! It, it's that's really impressive by the club, by, by Bale's representatives, by even. Like, uh, Paul Tenorio had a really good story on The Athletic, kind of uh, more details behind this. Like, Bale told Cardiff himself. So, really nice of Cardiff to not leak that news rather than being upset that he wasn't signing or whatever other clubs that he was talking to. I'm sure that he conveyed to them, I'm going to sign with LAFC or through his representatives, whatever it was. So, it's not like John Thornton was standing in a room with his agent and just, hey, the two of you, as long as we don't say anything, nobody will know. Like, a lot of people had to have known about this, so... It was definitely truly impressive that it got as far as it did. Can you wow. imagine the Cardiff
3: City account saying, Gareth Bale is signing with LAFC. It
1: Tweet.
2: tweeted it out.
1: <laughs> well, teams have – but teams have done that. Yeah. Teams definitely yeah. have done that.
3: So, good on them. Good on them. Good shout.
1: So, Tom, not
2: only did this shake up the soccer world, but it also shook up, like, the sports world in general, which is huge for, for Major League Soccer. And a lot of new fans looking at this signing, uh, they don't know too many of the details behind, you know, what the contract is, how the deal even happened. So my question to you is, you know, for a non-DP, I don't think any of us here would have expected us to sign Gareth Bale on a TAM deal. Uh, what do you think was a reason for him to, to, to accept that and for them to come to this agreement?
4: Yeah, it, it's really nuts that Giorgio Chiellini are coming and Gareth Bale coming. And not only did neither require a DP spot, which is insane in and of itself, the club have an open DP spot. So it wasn't even like that the representatives for both players probably could have came back and been like, well, you can pay him more money. But yeah. like <laughs> John Thornton, and as he was recounting this in, in the press conference and all the interviews he's done over the past two days or a day and a half about this, he's like, you know, the financial part of this was really straightforward and wasn't, you know, a focal point. It was like, this is what we can offer. And then. The Gareth, Gareth and Gareth and Gareth's representatives were saying, "This isn't about the money. Um, I, there is a, a clause that if he extends his stay, if the club extends his stay in that option, he will be a DP. I don't know what those numbers are, so I don't know how high or how low that the DP figures. So I guess like he it could become more in the future. But again, this was about the project. Like he's made plenty of money, like, and he's going to continue making off the field money in terms of yep. all of the, the sponsorships he has. Again, this is even just taking away all, all everything he's gotten through Tottenham and and Real Madrid. Like." This was truly—I'm dead certain that he could have gone a lot of other places in the world that would have paid him more money. Same thing with Chiellini, um, and they wanted to be here. They wanted a new project. They—they—they they, they bought into all of this. And, and again, Los Angeles is certainly a really important recruiting tool. But this club gets offers and interest from air quote big name older players all of the time. And these two are the first ones of this profile the club have signed. John Thornton had always said, you know, for years in in talking to him about this kind of subject. Like, when when these people reach out and representatives reach out, our first thought is, what is the motivation here? Is Are the players motivated for the right reasons? Yeah. So if just by judging that they have not signed any player of this kind of caliber, resume, profile, whatever you want to call it, and now they're doing with Chiellini, who's uh, widely regarded as somebody with like some of the greatest mentality and, and IQ and all that you know, of the past two decades, and somebody like Gareth Bale, who just wins and is somebody who still a star superstar for Wales and let his 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 tiny nation to a World Cup for the first time in half a century. Something tells me that they vetted their motivation and that's not going to be an issue.
3: That's great to hear. And I can't fault players if they want to make every penny out of their career. because the Money stops coming at some point. They should. Uh, and I agree. Gareth Bale could be one of those guys. You know, we remember the Chinese. It was Chinese league was spending that kind of money. There's Middle East. You can do that. Mm-hmm. But it is refreshing that he said, okay. This is something I want to do because I'm excited about it. I think it's, it speaks volumes about that. Uh, there was a the money with the, the TAM, and it's making everyone scratch their head, Tom, as to where. So where is this TAM coming from? Because LAFC have used it very wisely over the last 12, 9, 12 months to build this roster and now, now this situation.
4: I like to think of when the the possibility that that Bale could become an LFC LAFC kind of first happened, whatever a few weeks ago. I'd like to think that after after the front office got off the phone, that they called each other like, flip over all the cushions, see what, <laughs> see how many <laughs> how much allocation money we could find. Like, pass we the hand around. Most, it, it could be Gareth Bale here. No, like it. This this is one of the, my kind of problems when it comes to the the like people talk about the roster rules and it's, it's become like too much of an easy joke to complain about this stuff. would be like, oh, I don't get it. <laughs> but like the one thing that probably should change is like there needs to be more transparency with allocation money. We, we don't know how much all clubs have. We don't know exactly when it expires from previous years. Um, my deduction would be that they got, uh, LAFC got a, a, a lot of allocation money in the transfer of Edward Atuesta. Uh, we talked about this a little bit pre-show. I'm fairly certain that you get allocation money uh, when even when you transfer a DP. Um, I guess we'll have to dive into the roster as more, but they probably got a lot of allocation money for the Diego Rossi move. I know that they've spent a lot of it in, in some of the offseason trades and there are contracts they have to buy down. But this is this is just a symptom of a well-run organization that has been. I guess, ready for these opportunities. These are things that Will Coons has said to you guys, things that John Thornton has said. Every, like, they were ready. They were prepared for these opportunities and ownership, obviously, in terms of putting down the actual money instead of just allocation money. But they were ready when these kind of opportunities presented themselves. And regardless that they're at the top of the supporters' shield, regardless that they, you know, were dealing with the Vela stuff and everything else that goes on with this team, they were ready to sign, you know, Chiellini was more longer-term plan, but Bale wasn't something that they planned for in, like, January, you know? mm
0: mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
2: I, I, I love that we could definitely have, like, maybe 15 different sound bites from Tom that are all hilarious. Uh, we, could, we
3: Tom, Tom yeah, brings it. We, we've been talking here for 10 minutes, and we haven't even brought up the Carlos Vela deal. I mean, that's how <laughs> seismic <laughs> is, yeah. this signing is.
1: Yeah, look, Tom brings it, and we always enjoy having you on here. But, Tom, real quick, before I let you go, just quick answer. Where does this rank all time on the stories that you've gotten to break? Because I know you're a fan, too, because <laughs> it's something that yeah, plays look, into I, it.
4: I I do cautions. I don't I don't want people who are listening to think I'm being a super serious guy. The story is not about me whatsoever, but no, because you asked a question but- this this would, yeah, this would have to be the biggest one. And then kind of up there would be the Jared the Shakiri news over the winter and the, the Brent and all, the first Brendan Aronson story. Cause that was like my first big break, but yeah, it's probably, probably the top one. I got a lot of texts from people I haven't talked to and be like, Oh my God, that was you. Yeah. Well, you, <laughs> the have, leak, the you leak. have to
1: say that it's, it's not about you, but I want to give you some depths because you do break great stories. Heck and that's, yeah, why Tommy. I wanted, that's why I want to know from a personal perspective where it ranks for you. And is it, is it recovering journalist. <laughs> uh, I, I like seeing you shine. So I love, I love that. So guys, you can read Tom's work all season long on MLSsoccer.com, and you obviously need to be following the man on Twitter. Who knows when that next story might break? We tried, we tried to prod it at Tom. He's, <laughs> he's not giving us anything. So let's take away that that leaker. He's not a leaker. He didn't tell us one word. So thank you, Tom. Guys, make sure you're following Tom. Tom, you've got to follow Tom. Thank you, Tom. Thanks for having
4: me, guys. Love you. Always got time for you. Ah, good thank man. You. Good guy. Uh, by the way,
3: some people, because I was in Europe, are, are insinuating that if, if it didn't break with Tom there, I could have come back and said that I, I cut the deal. I was actually hey, there. You were I, there golfing with Cardiff Golfing with Bale.
1: Yeah, did you, you didn't get any calls saying, like, could you maybe divert your trip? No. I, I,
3: I Now, in hindsight or looking back, I probably should have. I go, hey, we, I know where you are. Can you make it to Wales, which I know is a country before the show? Can you make it to Wales in 24 hours? Mm-hmm. That would have been very cool. That would right. have been available. Well,
1: let's, so we talked about Great. a little bit. Tom was a perfect uh, guest to help us talk about the mechanisms and kind of how this deal came t- to fruition. Us three, I think, in the chat, are the perfect uh, vehicle to talk about what Gareth Bale actually brings on the pitch. So what, what, like, what are we thinking here? I think one of the big questions is, where's he going to play? Yeah. Well, I, I know think, he's going to play an attack. Could is we, he wing? Is he nine?
3: Could we start it with if he wants to play, which is what Tom or John was mentioning there in the press conference, and about, yes, this perception. He loves golf, and he uh, may have fallen out of love with the sport, which they said that about Carlos Vela. Clearly, that's not the case. And Gareth Bale, did he have a, 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 a run-in in Real Madrid, which oh. would say that he still loved the game? Maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe it didn't go as well as he would have liked. It probably didn't. But uh, when you you look at just on the the – the first five months of this deal. He has to play. This is a once in a lifetime Mm -hmm. opportunity. Wales are going to the World Cup for the first time in 64 years. He has to get ready for that. He's playing in a country where he will be facing guys that he will be facing in the first World Cup game. So this is an intel operation in many ways too, although that's certainly a subplot to the big picture of things.
2: It would be crazy. Kellen yeah. versus uh Kellen versus Garrett.
1: I know. You think yeah. he's Two just going
3: he, He's going to yeah. line up against Walker Zimmerman. Nashville's on the schedule. We he's going to see out. Jesus Ferreira. Well, he's not going to see Jesus Ferreira Wednesday, but.
1: If you're a U.S. soccer fan, we better find out if Garrett Bale's uh, locker double. is right next to Kellen's. He's like, hey, so tell me about these guys. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just write, right. take Thank in you some very notes. much. But I think like? you bring up a good
3: point he's about, going At least the beginning of the contract, yeah. he is going to play hard.
1: Well, let's just dispel this right here. Look, the golf thing is one thing. I guarantee you some of the pettiness was and, – and you can say you like it or you don't like it. Real Madrid did him pretty dirty. Like, they treated him pretty poorly. He was like, look, you guys signed a contract. I don't just, need to leave. I'm so enjoying why my he life just, in Madrid, he wrote it making out. money. And then Florentino Perez, at every chance he got, dragged Gareth Bale in the press, would go on Chiringuito and say, this man just won't leave. Why won't he leave? Why won't – you know what you're they, paying him. <laughs> do you remember the point? No. Do you remember the point when they put out a statement that basically said Gareth Bale doesn't respect Real Madrid for not leaving? Yeah, that kiss in the so ring stuff. I don't blame it on him at all for for being no. like
2: Wales, the
1: golf, then Real Madrid because you actually they treated enjoyed him it. like trash. You actually enjoyed it yeah. because yeah. it was like,
2: yeah.
3: You signed the deal, Real Madrid, and if you were going to play that game, then you're going to deal with the and,
1: consequences and where he honest, can sit there. And if, if thank he, you, Real Madrid. We're now reaping the benefits. If he
2: didn't, you know, sit those three years out and just. Raking in the cash, maybe he wouldn't be here right yeah, now. Yeah, he's
1: not taking 1.6 m- right? million for right? 12 months. I so. also,
3: you know, speaking to the folks at LAFC, riddling off names, that have spoken to Gareth Bale, he's pumped to be here. This was he. This was the place he wanted to come to. He's excited not just for to come in LA, but he's excited to play for this club. In particular, and we got that excitement over the
2: weekend. I might be wrong, uh, but Chris is mentioning uh, you know, the jersey number, number right? 11. Like what na- that's that's Garrett, that's Garrett's number, man. I know, but like what if he just like I I feel like he might be a player that just doesn't care about numbers.
1: You know, in I don't want to give it away because it's gonna come out in a little bit, but there's a story about Chiellini taking 14 that kind of goes along those Which lines. Is so his childhood Yes, but number. also kind of in terms of asking people for numbers. So I'm curious where where Gareth goes, that's an interesting question. I, th- I think Sifu has been wearing the eleven for a while, yeah. and, and Gareth. Could, it doesn't matter what number he wears, yeah. but uh, I, it's interesting. I think again, I, want, I just want, I want to talk more though about him on the field because I know that we're all worried about what number yep. he is because I know we're all getting kits. But I, I think that other thing is like, is is he, I think he can play a little nine. I think he can play wide. I know the athletic. He's story, a big boy. Yeah, he's about like he's six sh- one, six two. Right.
3: Yeah, he's, uh, and he's very like, long. He's he's strong. Thick. He's, yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's
1: strong. Thick boy. Yeah.
3: He's about 32, still very young. This yes. is the prime of your career still. Maybe that wasn't the case a few years ago, but it's still very good. Uh, I think there's a lot of options. And even to think that he's going to go as a start, I think you pump the brakes a little bit, especially if LAFC play the way they are. Mm-hmm. This is a guy that, it to me, it's a really good fit for LAFC, the way they can play. We saw it over the Red Bulls, how they can counterattack effectively. Gareth Bale does that for the Welsh national team and does it very, very well. Mm-hmm. Set pieces are going to be well. I just, as well. I, I just right. like the
2: idea, let's say we play how we played on the weekend against the Red Bulls, and let's say that's with the same starting lineup. Let's say the result isn't going our way. We get to bring Chicho, Gareth Bale, Mamadou Fall, Kellen Acosta, all off the bench.
1: Hey. God, can you, you imagine a substitution? Everyone's going to get the minutes. Steve just sends in all five guys at one time. I mean, it doesn't happen very often. It would be pretty just, funny. It would be intimidating. The embarrassment of riches. he goes, you five, just go on there. Figure it out.
3: It's, it's going to be a team that can really stretch the field. And I think Carlos Vell is a guy who could really benefit from it in the big picture thing.
1: Yeah, I think we're, we're talking a lot about where is he going to play now because that's just what fans like to do and we we're all like to do it. And that's why we do this show so that we can kind of have this out. But I think the biggest thing is just the ability to do whatever they want. They can change it up. They can change it. The ball guys. is in their court. They could go to Carlos and go, don't play at all today because Gareth's going to play yeah. the nine or he's going to play the right wing and we don't think we need you.
3: They're, and like we said, players, defenders have to make decisions. Do we maybe put a second body on Carlos Vela? Do we worry this guy go whoop? Because, uh, and Brian Rodriguez,
1: who can stretch Yeah, the we're not even two? mentioning Brian Rodriguez is Fan, still
2: out Fans there. like consistency, and they like to know what our best lineup is, and that should be it all the time. But there's not only a fluidity up top. Like, Carlos Vela doesn't always play on the right side. Mm-hmm. But there's also – we're also so deep where sometimes, as you said, it doesn't actually matter who the – starting front three are because it's going to change week in, week out, and it's going to be good changes week in, week out. Yeah, when
1: it changes, as opposed to how we've normally been, we're like, oh, God, oh, God, who's it going to be? And now you're like, oh, it's going to be. And and oddly enough, you know, Carlos Vela has
2: been LAFC's greatest player of all time, period. Um, And as the seasons have gone on, players are starting to crack that Carlos Vela code, you know, keep him off his left foot, lock him down. And sometimes that works to our benefit when – Create spaces for other players. Sometimes it doesn't work. Sometimes Carlos Vela doesn't have a great game. Mm-hmm. Now we're not going to have Gareth Bale on our team, yeah. who's going to be taking up a lot of attention. What does that mean for freeing up Carlos Vela? You, you you give him an extra half second yeah. to whip that That's with his needs. left foot. Yeah. Uh,
3: and and one, one we we've heard a lot about it about oh the MLS, uh, the long travel the the artificial surfaces so just focusing on this end of the season which we take it one step at a time because he has big aspirations to win mls cup there's two games on our artificial surface left one of them's this weekend so, so off he's the, off the board so you yeah. have one there's no east coast trips there are games to i think kansas city there's trips to nashville Salt Lake, is the furthest to nashville yeah nashville's pretty far but those long trips mm-hmm. florida new york
2: Anyway, so after a great game over the weekend, here is a very, very nice press conference clip by none other than Ilya Sanchez. (laughs) Maestro. Maestro. Check it out. When Chicho came in uh, in the second half, uh, we knew that uh, he had fresh legs, uh, and that uh, was something that Carlos understood uh, uh, perfectly. Uh, I went up for this first ball, and then uh, we had the back four behind that uh, was ready to get the second ball and played uh, forward straight to, in this case, Carlos, that uh, took advantage of uh, this uh, ball and um, read the movement into the space uh, from uh, Chicho, and um, we were able to create a a clear chances, and and he put it in. So we're gonna talk about the game in a little bit, but I don't know if you guys noticed. Yeah, everyone noticed. See that hat? See that hat? One Ten football hat. Check it out. Oh, yeah, <laughs>
3: and, and When he well, walked in, I, I, said, I said, hey, Elie, to the presser, and he pointed at the hat.
2: I will have you guys know, we didn't tell him to wear that. We gave him a hat, Mm-mm. and he just kind of rocked it, and so did Eddie Segura. So that hat right there in Vince's hands. Uh, we got a little surprise for you guys. See this shirt that I'm wearing, too? These will be available to buy Worm at the tailgate pride. before the Galaxy game July 8th. July 8th. Wait,
3: look at what Gomez says. I remember the show had 10 live viewers, now it's 100. Wow. Gross. Well, that's, that's, oh, and then he deleted it. And you'll it. be
1: the original. <laughs> that's the. That's uh, psych. That is the Gareth Bale effect. Uh, Gomez, you did ask about when stuff is going to be for sale. Thanks, like, Philly. Connor I did make the Reaper bomb. That it will be for sale, and I'll answer your other question here. Carlos Vela's contract has actually been signed longer than it's been reported. Let's just put it that way. So he's not just turning it on because he's like, oh, my God, they finally go- put good players around me. But there's a knock-on effect. I guarantee you Carlos will raise his game because he's going to want to be one of those top players when it comes to when it comes to playing with Gareth Bale. So let's talk about the game a little bit. Yeah, it was a good game. Uh, Elie talked about Chicho a little
2: bit and his impact coming off of the bench. Um, he scored that goal
1: against Seattle and then had that miss as well.
2: He stepped it up coming off the bench this game.
1: Yes, I was very happy that he got one chance, finished it. Like that's been my that's been my biggest critique of Chicho. Well. Pressing is kind of the sub thing. Yeah. He, he's not—he's not, he's not the best. That may not presser. come around. Yeah, yeah, I don't think he's ever going to come around in the pressing. But when he's on and he's because he's kind of streaky. When he's when he's in a streak. Well, he's, he's in a good finished. streak now. Yeah, he's, it seems like he's in a good streak now. But I, I just you know Seattle. He had he scored the harder of the two chances. This one he gets it, and we were in the press box, and I was talking to some people, and they go, "That's not as easy as it looks." I go, "Yeah, you get that ball, and you have 25 yards to go with nobody in front of you, just the goalkeeper." If it even creeps into your mind, oh, this is a good chance, you're probably going to miss it. So that killer yeah. mentality to just I, to finish I, it, I liked it.
3: I love the fear in the goalkeeper because he saw Chicho bearing down. He wasn't going to go, I got this. He just stayed on his line. Mm-hmm. Deer in the headlights. Chicho hit it to his right. This was a great opportunity because we know how the Red Bulls play. They get compact. And let's also say to the Red Bulls, it was tough. They had some, some COVID issues. And I should say, uh, just won't say COVID issues, but uh, – Logistically. Health and safety protocols. Yes, health and safety protocols. That's how MLS would
1: prefer you say it.
3: They were, as it should be. And they were shorthanded, but they played a certain way, and LAC unlocked the key, and they scored that one, and they scored the next one. That's catching the team very narrow, hitting them over the top, in many ways beating them at their own game.
1: I I love, and this is part of Chicho's story of the game, too. In the press conference, Steve said, "We, we make a plan for 90 minutes. Like, this was the plan. And he, admit, he readily admitted, hey, sometimes things don't go to plan. you got to change your substitute pa- substitution patterns. you got to you got to do something different. A guy gets injured. But that was always the plan. Keep Chicho and Kellen fresh. See what happens. It's a noon game. You know Red Bull's going to expend a lot of energy. They got, through them that, out. they got through that first half. And the, the pace of that first half was probably not what LAFC wanted to see. So Steve probably sat them down at halftime and said, okay, guys, we need to control the ball a little more. They're still dangerous. And, by the way, I've got these guys coming in. And then we'll – Will hit tired legs, and that, it, perfect plan.
3: Didn't have to wait too late either. They got it done, and then they put it away very quickly yeah, thereafter. Three
2: minutes
1: later.
3: So
2: yeah. And I, I said this on the post game, but those goals were very sexy goals. Yeah. Like yeah, look, there's a lot of games where we just tap in a goal here and there, and it's fine. Like uh, uh, Chicho's goal in Seattle, it was a pretty nice goal, header looping in. But God, this was one time I was like.
1: The possession, LFC football. the possession for Cheeky's goal started a foot from our goal line. Did you see and how Cheeky closed that like gap? He got a
3: 60-yard dead run, and it was like, yeah. we'll talk a little bit more about that.
1: Fullback
2: master class. Thanks, Gerundolo.
3: <laughs> let's focus here on Carlos Vela. The new deal has been confirmed. It's finally, we're getting confirmed. Signed. It was 18 months. Yes. 18 months will be going forward, and Carlos Vela with the idea that Gareth Bale and Giorgio Chiellini and this team getting healthier, it's going to look very good for him. But he played well this weekend. He was a fulcrum in many ways. His touch was fantastic. He hit the the assist on the first goal. It was a very important Carlos Vela performance and one that gives you feels makes you feel very buoyant yeah. that he is going to be able to continue this.
1: I know you were pumped. Well, just look, still at look at that a number the photo. one. Look at him. Look at him, guys. It makes me feel good. I'm going to go oh, back. He's in my blind spot. I'm going to go back to my buddy Gomez, who I saw your I saw your comment uh, off the top about. You can, uh, you can understand when a player has a good game regardless of where they score goals. And, yeah, that was that was what I was talking about. Carlos Villa has that ability even when he doesn't score goals. I know he got an assist. He got the primary assist to Chicho. But it was – even the first half was, was good on him. Like, he played mostly as a false nine in this game. I don't think we really saw him at all on the right side. He drifted to the left a couple times just as the game called for it. But his willingness and readiness to drop off, be available, his touch was there where basically he was able to just – Create a yard of space, but keep it on his foot, and then move the team forward. I, I agree with you, Gomez. If he has games like this, I don't necessarily need him to score, especially as Chicho is scoring, as Brian's playing better, and then yeah. of course Garrett. We got to
3: get 2019, 34 goals in the season out of our mind for Carlos Vela and appreciate. Oh, wait, what you're
1: people- telling me that if a player has a historic season, that there might be a drop off? <laughs> I, I, I don't
3: know. There there has been a drop-off
1: offensively. But well, there has to be. A, but but they're like, you can't have, like, a
2: record-breaking season and then, like, But he's it. up it.
3: He's put his hand up. He yeah. has done a job for this team. And I don't care about 34 goals when you get – I like 33 points at this point of the season a little better. It's 33 points. I like being in first place. I like being on track for the Supporters Shield and CONCACAF Champions League. And Carlos Vela has been a big part of that. You take him out of here, it's not the same.
1: No, oh, we're winning it. We're, we're winning, winning
3: it. How many trophies? No. Oh.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's a good question. How many trophies?
2: I'd say how many trophies between this year and next year. Okay, so I like that even more. I'm considering this year. There's not, still two. There's still two the on of offer. Year.
1: There's supporter Shield and MLS Cup. And let's count.
2: Yeah. And then I say and next year, you go for broke again. in the CCL. CCL. So and we talked get? about they, the CCL. It's very four. agreeable. They get four. We get four in the next two years. Yeah. I'm telling you.
1: Max makes a The very, bar is very high. Max makes a good point, though, especially now that you're bringing Gareth Bale, and you, it seems like you're going to have you know, 12 months initial, so he'll be there for the first six months no matter what, which yep. is by that time the CCL is over, and it's very agreeable. There's, the Mexican teams are getting into it. And all due respect to Atlas yeah, no offense, and
3: Pachuca, but, but that's not a team that's going to be able to build themselves
1: there.
2: Gareth I, Bale will be the best player in that competition by far. Yeah, there's mm-hmm. no question about
1: it. There's no Tigress, there's no Monterey, there's no Club America. Uh, let's just, I should have said it at the beginning, but
3: Gareth Bale, talent, is the best player in the league right now. Hands down. Will he be the best player performance-wise? I don't know, probably not. But talent-wise, number one.
1: I don't know, probably not. I mean, very well, could be. He could
3: be, but yeah. just the talent itself.
1: Oh. Well, let's talk about a guy that I, I think is finally starting to get noticed because he, he did put a uh, ball in the back of the net. His first goal for LAFC, but Cheeky Palacios has easily been if not the best left back in the league, top three. Mm-hmm. And uh, he had a great game as well as his, his partner on the other side, Franco Escobar. What did you guys like about that game from the fullbacks yesterday? By the way, in a hot game, and you know fullbacks do so much work. Steve alluded to that. So much work, and you don't always get a lot of praise. So I'm happy to praise the fullbacks. I, I didn't set. realize how much, you know, having
2: a full, former fullback... As your coach probably helps your game if you're you're a fullback. I, I oh, seeing them progress. Steve mentioned in, that at the
3: press conference because they asked about Cheeky, who did address the media too. So they talked about that. And he was very I mean, ex- they've, they've exuberant been about it,
2: on it, like offensively as well. We saw Cheeky making these runs from you know
1: our goal line all the way up to the, yeah, the opposition 60, box. Sixty yard run as we look at it. This is my favorite part though. The dummy. Oh. oh. Oh, Second touch, man. Oh. To run, if I would have ran that much, first of all, my hands would already be on my knees. But then to have the presence of mind, as a fullback, to, to fake him out there, yeah. In the that was a scene. fullback. That's By not the way, Chico to score your first goal. goal, it's not like he's a fullback that scores goals all the time. Like he was still having to get break his duck there, and he was able to have that kind of composure. That was such a big finish for so many reasons
3: because Brian Rodriguez just made this incredible run. Mm-hmm. He gets the assist. He gets the payoff. And then the finish there, everybody's happy. Everyone looks good. Uh, That could have been scuffed. That could have been saved. But Cheeky put it in the corner. And one thing about him as a left back, he's involved in a game more than a left back should be. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's always in there. He's always an outlet. He's combining with Vela or different players. It's an expanded left back role. But as Steve Giordano said after the game, they knew he had the defensive wherewithal. Mm -hmm. He's been working on the offensive end. And now he has a goal to yeah. go and, with some and, assists.
2: And I'd say this was one of the players that come the end of last season um, after, you know, we had that pretty poor taste in our mouths uh, after we didn't make the playoffs. He was one of the players that I was on the fence on a little bit. And mm. so was, I think, a lot of people. But my goodness is he may be one of the best left backs in the league this season.
1: Yeah, it does seem like he put it all together. Steve Steve keeps noting that how much – like he we always knew he as a 1v1 defender, he's tenacious, a lot of ball recoveries, uh the fact that he runs all game, but like his end product wasn't there. Like you and yeah. I used to talk about this, Max. He would have like five, five bad crosses and then finally put in a good one. It seems like now every cross is, Everyone's is, on is the a money. good cross. He's in the mix.
3: Uh Dewan Jones at New England I rate highly as a left back. Mm-hmm. I'd put him very highly, but Cheeky's is there Kai too. Wagner, Kai Wagner Kai Dewan Jones, Cheeky. Those three. You gotta see a Kai Wagner this this weekend, very hot. He was hot because he got a penalty against them, but he's very good. Very good left back. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know now you've got people talking about this trophy hall. It's going to be tricky. They trophy wanna, hall.
1: Yeah. It's,
2: gonna, well, it's not going it, to be tricky. Oh,
1: th-
3: this is what someone mentioned just win a playoff game. I go, this is what you would like to do if you're LAFC. Finish first. Avoid that that first one. I know someone joked about it on a tweet, which made me laugh. They go, LAFC signs Gareth Bale and Giorgio Chiellini only to lose to Real Salt Lake in the first round. And I go, I got uncomfortable.
0: But avoid that. Because you know it's possible. Well, that's Keep literally the what the playoffs are set up for, right? One-offs,
2: that's what they're set up
1: for. Well,
0: and Salt Lake But But also,
2: family, come on. Whatever happens, happens. Like, of I, course, I, I want to win everything, but... That, relax.
1: Uh, but I do... MLS Cup,
3: winning MLS Cup is hard. It's
2: hard. It is
1: hard, and it's not a guarantee. It's one of the hardest things in sports because everything is one-offs. you work so hard. It's a long season. you got a big you target on knocks, your back. But, and I am the last person to say this, it... It's MLS Cupper Bus. I hate saying it, but it really is MLS Cupper Bus this year, and I think everyone put yourself in the best position to win it. I think what it is is
2: there's no greater opportunity LAFC will have to do it than this year. So with that, it's time for Class of '22, and like always, we here at 110 Football are bringing you the hard-hitting questions and answers to some of life's greatest debates. This week, we asked the team the age-old question: Is a hot dog a sandwich?
0: Yes. Yes? No, no, it's a hot dog.
3: Technically, yes.
0: Nah, but nah, nah.
4: If you're from New York, yes.
0: Yeah? Yeah.
4: Uh, no. See?
1: No.
0: Hot dog? Uh No. 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 Sí
1: En Ecuador se dice burritos calientes Sándwich no, porque sándwich es otro con, con atún, con queso Pero los
0: dos tienen carne y pan
1: El sándwich que yo conozco no tiene eso Pero si aquí, sí, yo creo que sí Sí, 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 sí es igual Cheeky was like scientific. Yeah. Which Wait, yeah, yeah. A sandwich. Hold on. <laughs> By the way, sandwich what is – What constitutes a sandwich, first of all?
3: By the way, sandwich the same word in English and Spanish. So there a you go. Sandwiches are fantastic. I, I will want to say this about a, a sausages. I was in Germany for my trip. I was in Denmark and Amsterdam, and my son doesn't eat mustard. He eats mustard
1: now. He Good. eats mustard Cause, now. Because I was going to say, Leonardo in the chat said – Ketchup has no place on a hot dog and really I 100% doesn't. agree. I don't care if a hot dog is a sandwich or not, but I'll tell you what, ketchup does not belong on what it. What about mayonnaise? I'll do, I'll do a little Canadian uh, hot dog, yeah.
3: On. Oh. It. it just
1: needs mustard. No, is no, no. Just... the best is mustard, onions, with sauerkraut. the little radish. Sauerkraut, I can do If same. you have a jar of sauerkraut yeah. floating around. No, there no, you we're not you ever doing put it. It's kind of along the same lines. You ever put a little kimchi on a hot dog? Yeah, sometimes. I ate
2: the, the, at the bank. They have the kimchi hot dog. I'm trying to get my mother-in-law Ooh, to uh, okay, jar some it. of her
1: kimchi. And I'll bring it in. Wednesday at the bank, it's I'm getting me very a regular. <laughs> <hot> <laughs> We're just, just going to I'm <laughs> getting a kimchi <laughs> hot dog. Everybody everybody in the chat, let's go. We're hey, going hey, kimchi we hot dogs at k- the k- bank on Wednesday. Kimchi on a hot let's go. dog. Let's All right. Let's, 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 let's reel back in. Yeah, let's <laughs> reel back in. <laughs> just when we thought we were out.
3: I'm just checking here.
1: You know what, guys? It's time for us to test out a new segment on the show. We're going to check out the competition LAFC will soon be facing. We're going to call this scouting report. Come on. I mean, what else can we call? We get a what, whistle? We, what else have we caught? Yeah. Was that a whistle or Cardi B? No. Nothing? No. Come on. That was like the most young reference probably, I've ever made. I will say this. that's
2: probably one of the funniest jokes you've you've ever made, but again, it
1: wasn't that good. <laughs> I would say I would say I'll be here all week, but I'll just be here for today. Thought, no, today and today only. Vince is very underrated, right. funny. Let's yeah, I just never put it on camera. It's only yeah, yeah. off camera. You just right. made me laugh sure. out loud sure. a couple okay. times. Okay, so let's kick it off with the team that we'll play Wednesday. It's it's FC Dallas. They had a very good start to the season. We're kind of coming back to earth a little bit, but we, Max, you and I were saying that we think that they're probably the third best team in the West, yeah. even though there's a lot of competition there. They played Austin. Uh, they went up 2-0. Road game. Road game. Hot Tough game. place to there's play. 100 degrees there in Austin. But they went up 2-0 and then ended up drawing. What do we think about? And
2: I think that was the first point Austin had against FC Dallas. Yeah. Um. It, talking from an LAFC perspective, there couldn't have been a better result than a, a draw for this match. You want these teams to get as little points as possible right. and start separating yourself from the rest of the pack. And this result does that for you, at least for, for one game.
3: Mm-hmm. I, I forgive FC Dallas a little bit in this game, too, because they're getting all the guys back from national team duty. And they have two big ones yeah. in Ariola and uh, Fed um, I think that it takes a while to get in sync because that was a very demanding window for a national team player, especially those two guys. But um, they're not very deep. They have uh, I think this will be a big spot for them and it's going to be yep. a very dangerous matchup for LAFC because of those attacking options and Ariola did score over the weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I stand by it. I mean, if they get an injury issue then Dallas could slip down there, but if they can stay fit and they get the goals from, uh, from those guys, they'll be the third, fourth position by season's end. Yeah, well, the LAFC-
1: scouting report on Dallas is they don't have a ton of depth. Uh, I think they have something going for them in a bad way that LAFC fans will be all too familiar with. They're a young team that plays very pretty football, but when a game gets a little dirty or they don't have the ball, that's when they start to struggle. Like they they can only do well when they have the ball. So like in this Austin game, they went up 2-0 and they're like, well, we don't need the ball per se, but they also can't defend for long periods of time. So if you're LAFC, if you can force them to defend I think that's where you can really find some end roads because they're, they're and still And they've been young.
2: successful in that. So, yeah. yeah. So that's what LFC has to do to get a win against FC Dallas.
1: Yeah, you got, you, you, you can't let Dallas play pretty. And I think LFC of all times, I mean, just look at the foul counts after games. LFC is r- routinely fouling the opponent more. I think you, you get a little physical with them. Uh, and even if they do run out and score a goal or two, you still know that with the changes you can bring off the bench... Dallas might fold, because if they had to yeah. defend for long periods of time, they're going to give up goals.
3: Definitely use the depth like we saw against the Red Bulls. I think that's uh, A number one in this matchup here for LAFC. And keep an eye on these guys in Ariol and Fededa. They're dynamic runners. They're not traditional number nine or these wingers. Uh, they can really end line runs. So the fullbacks will have to be uh, more defensive-minded than usual, I think, in some ways. Mm-hmm. But still find if you can suck them in to get, uh, to get a break on here.
1: Yeah. Good shout. Yeah. Very good. Let's move on to the weekend.
3: The weekend is uh, the uh, Vancouver Whitecaps. Vancouver Whitecaps. So, Vancouver and at home tying with New England. Vancouver's been playing well as of late after a really dire start to the season. They were at Mm -hmm. the bottom of the West. They've had a couple
2: good road wins uh, to get them in, including a win at Dallas. So, but I look, uh, the, the Revs. they won the support shield last year. They are nowhere near the same team that they were last year. But they are no. starting to look better. They're looking better. They I, are, but I, I, I just want us to take that into account, right? But compared
1: isn't... to how bad Vancouver was to start the season?
2: Yeah, and LAFC sure. had that,
3: beat them earlier in the right. season. That was following a very difficult stretch last year against Vancouver. We all sat there and watched Vancouver push LFC around. So the Maxime Crapo 10 save day, which is a subplot here with Mark Dos Santos and Maxime Crapo. It's a tough place to play. LAFC have struggled going up there. Uh, the oh, turf, yeah. is that, that turf is always an issue. This is a bad average. memories
2: up at that place. Yeah. I actually have a great memory. I remember it was one of LAFC's first games, Carlos Vela in that left-footed curler.
1: Ooh. That was one of the patented curlers that's where right. That was. To one one of that. the yeah. first
2: ones where you're like, yeah. Okay, this is a thing now.
3: Ben- it would be great for LAFC if they win this game because it would show another growth yeah. of what they've been able to do, especially <laughs> coming off a of midweek if they're successful against Dallas to well, come out there and
1: what's interesting is Vancouver I think is the opposite of Dallas. They don't want the ball. Like even when they played they actually had the lion's share of the shots on target in this game against New England, they had less less possession. And really what is what it's come to for them is getting people healthy. I mean Ryan mm-hmm. Gold's finally playing. Yeah. And we didn't did, like did not play in the first time. Yeah, he played. did not play against us. Although Caicedo looks like he picked up a little bit of an injury. Yep. We'll see how long that is. But I think uh, for LAFC, what they got to look at is after playing a team where maybe you want to boss them a little bit and force them to defend, you then play Vancouver away on a horrible pitch. I think you got to be actually more pragmatic and play maybe a little bit more like you played against Columbus because if you sit back, Vancouver I don't think has quite – I like Gold a lot, but he he thrives in space. He thrives on the counter. I don't Mm -hmm. think they have what it takes to break you down.
3: No, The home element will lift them up. We see some people mentioning – Tristan Blackman, Chris you know Mitchell, what? Tristan Brackham. We
1: score four goals, let Tristan have another one. Well, I want to remind everyone that he didn't, didn't celebrate yeah, the goal he when he scored.
2: He respected end. the North I End. Say, he he, did, did he respected it.
1: it even if he did it in the South End. Tristan is a is a good dude, he, he understands it. and he gets it.
2: Um, I will say, I do remember a time in which we played Vancouver away and I think it was like Shaft Brewer Jr. and Nico and starting at fullback for us.
1: So I think we've come, come a come
2: long very way. long way. Oh, yeah.
1: uh, we were undefeated heading into that game and uh, took took the L, So uh, T- took the L to Mark Dos Santos who is now part of our coaching staff. We agree, go. be patient for LAFC, find
3: those spots uh, and maintain and don't waste don't waste possession. Yeah. Or g- create the, be- the good shot as opposed to get two okay shots. Get one really good one.
1: Actually, before we move on to the next one, do you know what is a good scouting report thing? Listen to Mark Dos Santos and Maxime Crepault. Yeah. They took them yep. through that first game. Those guys have a lot of uh, friends still back there. They know a lot about how that team plays. Those they're going to be pivotal for this I, game again.
3: And one last thing, because okay. we're talking about former for LAFC it. players, Bryce Duke, man of the match for Inter Miami over Great, man of the match. Speaking performance. of
2: Canada beforehand, uh, Juan, your comment, ketchup chips, yes. Um, speaking Ketchup of chips. matches, one more scouting report, which is the game following Vancouver, LA Galaxy versus Sacramento
1: Republic over the week. Here's your <laughs> scouting report. Gareth Bale. <laughs> <laughs> Gareth, you know, here's your scouting report. Gareth Bale, Giorgio Chiellini. That's your scouting report. It's the yeah. first game they can play in.
3: By the way, Sacramento is the last team in the Open Cup from either the Pacific or Mountain Time Zone.
1: Are they the last USL team very That's a, very, the team team a very weird fact.
3: I'm just saying, there's no one out west except for the Sacramento Republic.
1: Up the Republic. And
3: I mean. they embarrassed the Galaxy. Up
2: the Lick. Yeah. No?
3: I don't know. Yeah. That's I don't, I'm not yeah. saying that.
2: <laughs> Someone clip that yeah. too far. Clip that. <laughs> um, what, what did we learn from I, this game, I, I, I think, you know, looking at their lineup, this was, again, it's something the Galaxy does not taking their opposition seriously and I think I they have silly
1: lineup choices.
2: Very silly lineup and you gotta, you know, fault Greg Vanny for that. Um and it's interesting in which you're playing in a in a tournament where you win two more games, you win silverware and mm-hmm. a CC outbreath. I'm shocked that they didn't Throw everything they could at it. I three was actually, games, three, four games within the MLS regular season really isn't going to matter that much.
1: Yeah, put all I, your eggs in the. I basket. was actually a little surprised at Galaxy fans. I know that for the most part they're too cool for school, but you haven't won silverware in a long time. Like I would, I would that thought they would have be been more upset. I saw too many of them saying like, "Oh, it's a trophy we don't even care about anyways." Not I'm true. like, "Well, Greg Vanney probably should have cared about it, but." if i'm looking at this when you're the,
3: that close and you have that opponent in front of you and you can see a path to the trophy you'd be crazy to diminish this yeah crazy and i guarantee uh greg vanney would be the first to say that
1: yeah i mean lafc, LAFC was very upset especially looking at it and saying wait we could have played a usl team next to get to the semifinals, not to take them lightly but you would you would want that but i think the biggest the biggest thing you could take away from the scouting report is that as the chat goes wild on up, the, the up, the the is lick, up the lick uh, is sacramento scored early in, in games, in the two games we played the Galaxy this year, we actually had decent starts, had some chances, did not get them. The Galaxy got to sit, wait the game out, and then they finally just overran us. And I think that's got to be the biggest takeaway. Score against the Galaxy early, and I don't think, actually, I don't think any team can really beat you if you score against galaxy. <laughs> I thinking with the uh, the tongue emoji.
2: Can they get rid of the tongue emoji? Up it's, the lick.
1: It's, it's not, get
2: rid of it. It's not pretty. All right, good I want come, everyone good watching next time the Republic Play, start that hashtag on their social media accounts. Get them to start it. Start using it. Up the lick. Yeah. Thank you. On behalf uh, of myself.
3: Do we give a, a game plan for LAFC against the Galaxy? Score, pretty Squirrely. Get Score. them out of your head, too. Get them out of yeah. your head. And, and I will say,
2: this is a unique opportunity in which the Galaxy is coming to the bank. We talked about Bale and Chiellini making we'll their be debuts. Won't start. May get some minutes. Probably
1: won't start, but they will be available. But. Which is awesome to just say, like. Look at these guys on our yeah, bench. I know, hey. I'd say a majority
2: of the time LAFC comes in, not intentionally, but, you know, is a little intimidated sometimes. We haven't won... Not,
1: not as much at home, though. But Not I as agree. much at
2: home, but this is surely the greatest opportunity that we have to be the ones that are intimidating, to be the ones that are going to scare the crap out of the other team, because, you know, Bale and Kilini are here, and not only are we firing it across all cylinders in the league, like, we want this more than them.
1: I am fully confident that if the Galaxy make the playoffs, and I still think that might be an if the way they're playing and yeah. they have some pieces that they, they got to get that we will be higher than them. So if they have to play us, they will have to come to bank, which I feel confident in LFC. However, I would say this win this game and knock them down even farther. So they have to play someone else. And maybe you don't even get the Galaxy this season in the playoffs.
0: Yep,
3: it's a big one. It's going to be an incredible uh, atmosphere because as I open it up to everyone in the chat room, time now to ask your questions. Ask us anything. Gareth Bale, LAFC, LA Galaxy. We're here to answer them. I'll start it off with a question that applies to that Galaxy game. Josue is saying, when is Gareth Bale playing? He'll be eligible to play, as we pointed out, as soon as July 8th. Because the transfer window is July 7th.
1: So July 7th, the transfer window opens, which allows you to get your ITC, which is your international transfer And they're still working on the paperwork. uh, Well, the paperwork more so now is about Visa. That's more like the United States getting him his work Visa for both of them.
3: I would say... I wouldn't expect to see Gareth Bale in that game. Very small role because he won't have a lot of training mm-hmm. under his he belt. He is
1: on holiday right now after getting Wales uh, into the World I Cup. Don't,
3: I wouldn't get your hopes too hyped up. Maybe in some way and then in a bigger way as the season wears on. So uh, focus on the team that we have because that's the team that's
1: going to be playing. the Gareth Bale for 15 minutes off the bench. That's fine. I mean, hopefully the game is done and dusted by then, but if the game is anywhere in doubt and you get Gareth Bale for 15, 20 minutes, wow.
3: I don't know the answer to this question. We need to find it out when they can start training with with the team, and it's going to be pretty close to that July 8th.
1: My understanding is as soon as they get their work visa, which allows them to be paid, uh, they're allowed to train. So your ITC is what allows you to be registered to to take part in a game, which the 7th is the window that that opens, but if their paperwork is sorted, when once it's sorted, they can come here and they can hop right into training.
2: Uh, Brian, uh, in the chat, John Thorrington went on the record in the press conference saying that LAFC will be signing a DP this summer.
3: I yes. think that was in the Athletic article. I don't know if he specifically said the, but he did. But a lot of people are asking about the DP, so maybe we should say.
1: I think it. I still think it's a nine.
3: I oh I will. I think it's a winger. Well, I think it's a a winger ver, nine-ish. A fast, fast guy. Yeah. Uh, that. They've had enough time to think about it, so they've identified guys probably for a year always, for that yeah. DP. So now that they can do it on their timing, because I mm-hmm. think in the winter market there was the thought that, okay, perhaps we have to reach for someone, we have to get someone, and maybe pay the price that they mm-hmm. want to pay. But now that they've done it long enough, they've they're been calling able to the cap shots. And they have Gareth Bale, and they go, look at this club, and the players going to go, I want to go there.
1: Wait, wait, I want to go there. What are I, they going to do? What are they going to do? I oh, think show, me, be, show me, go, I think it'll be a young guy too. Off, show
3: me. Director's upset with me. I
1: know. I do think. I do think it'll be a young guy. I think. I think you've now brought in enough kind of veteran leadership and, and big names. I, it's going to be young South yeah, American. Yeah. As much as I would love it to be Isco or somebody like that, I feel like that might be one too many apples in the cart. Someone you can sit on for a while.
3: So you know, no rush.
1: Yeah. But maybe, also, look, maybe you,
3: Brian Rodriguez does make a move. But I maybe
1: Cheeky Palacios makes a move. As much as we talk about how much like where do these guys play in terms of starting eleven, like you got to still balance that locker room. I feel like if you bring in another big European, it might be—I don't know—it might be one too many, one yeah, too many yeah. egos in there. And I think and my, a, and my, a younger guy that could you develop? that can grow into it, I think, is. It'll is be here for two, three years. Go. Maybe he's eighteen years old. Plus, if you're East Coast, do you want to follow Gareth? B- you're like, oh, I'm coming in for. Like, yeah. You just signed Gareth Bale.
3: I think you got the big European player, bigger than you could have ever imagined. DP is going to be someone for the future that they can help invest in and build up why, the way they did with Diego Rossi, the way they did with Eduardo twist yeah. the way they're doing with Brian Rodriguez. It makes sense. And they have those connections Revenue in South Street. America. Yeah. Maybe they go to a different part of the world, but my guess is it would be from there. I, I got
2: a uh,
1: – go ahead. Say what you say. I, 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 I will say,
2: say I've been enjoying using the two emojis, like the – like the chicho emojis for, for mm. a very long time now. I will say, I, now I think I have the favorite, a new favorite emoji, right? Not the tongue.
1: Not the tongue. Uh, well,
2: this has the it's tongue come emojis. up again. Stop yeah. it.
0: Well, you started it. using yes. the tongue, thickety. So I got, I got a, uh, we,
1: we asked you guys in the chat while during the show to send us questions, but we, I also try to send it out early and ask for some questions. I got one from Jesus that said, what would Bale have to do to be considered a successful signing? How many goals and assists, or is it based on winning a title? My answer to that is, it's about winning a title, but I think if you win a title, Gareth Bale is scoring, is having goals and assists yep. to do that. So, but I think at the end of the day, it's it's MLS, like I said, it's MLS Cup or bust. Now, uh, if Gareth Bale scores zero goals, has zero assists, and they win MLS Cup, success. Okay. But I just think that he's gonna have to, he's gonna have to contribute for them to win MLS I, Cup. I also just want
2: to say, like, think about like the fact that the possibility of Gareth Bale scoring the winner in an MLS Cup for the LAFC is even like. Even like a remote possibility. What a story. Can you imagine like, the league to have
3: and then LHC to the in the final, regardless of who they play, and have yes. the eyes of the world with of maybe. And maybe cur- one of them starting. Maybe both of them starting. a
2: Carlos Villa cur- curler from the left side. Gareth Bale banks it in, Chilana style.
3: There is a Oh, Juan, if we can get that top golf. I'm- I've had difficulties getting a reservation. a <laughs> but I want oh, yeah, to go, no it's one right can by get where there.
1: I live. No one can get in there, but if anyone could, it'd be Gareth Bale. Gareth Bale. We'll <laughs> shut Garrett down that Bale's whole place for Gareth Bale, I think. And I
3: saw an Eddie Segura uh, question, and he's gonna be with Las Vegas for a bit, so I think we pumped the, let it, let it develop, get some minutes. It's he a did, good sign. He
1: did have a strong 45 minutes in his first game yeah. with Vegas, so I think they they have the luxury of bringing him along slowly, and I think it's, it's the right it's the right it. move, but you know Eddie's raring to go. Thank you guys for all, the, uh, for all the questions. You guys are always great in the chat. We gotta pay off one more thing, though. Uh, the players to watch. Max, you don't you didn't participate in with us this week, but uh, Connor did. and I, I probably
3: should have. As look what you, more yeah, tongues. Connor more and tongues.
1: I Connor and I didn't do that well. Uh Richard Hernandez 17. You have won. Look at that. You have won this, this team-signed hat. This signed hat. So DM us. Oh. DM us, and this hat is yours. Congratulations, you beat Connor. And you beat us, you beat Connor, myself, and Defenders of the Bank. You beat us handily as well. What emojis so that? good for you.
3: Ali Lopez. I don't what, know. Is that a perfume bottle?
1: What is? That? Is that an old
3: is that a granny? Well,
1: I don't know. That's an interesting emoji.
3: Allie, spill the beans. Ali, yeah, what
1: is that emoji?
2: Yeah, what, what's up? We with don't that? we don't
3: even want to. I don't
2: want to ask And you why is, why'd you just drop one emoji and not say anything else? <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> okay. So let's let's move Whoa. on. We're, we're wrapping we're wrapping <laughs> we're wrapping things up, but we still got our stoppage time, a little bit of time left to play here. Stoppage time is our chance to just kind of talk about anything. Uh Max Bredos, the voice of LAFC is going to start us off. Max, what's your stoppage time? What do you got for us?
3: Well, I want to talk about designated players. You know, just that that designation was very sexy in 2007 when David Beckham became the first one. But nowadays, it's watered down a bit. The best players in this league, right now my MVP, Georgie Mihaljevic, maybe my second pick, uh, Daniel Gosdog, not DPs. You have young DPs. You have DPs with ponytails. I don't know. That's not that's not Under accurate. 22 initiative. Under 22 players. initiative. Yeah. So the DPs, just not what it meant to be. With LAFC signing Gareth Bale to a TAM deal, are we seeing the end of the DP? Well, wow. pump the brakes. But I'll tell you, certainly in LAFC's favor, why this could certainly change the way other teams do business. LAFC approached Gareth Bale, and they say, we can't sign you to a DP. This is the money we can offer you. But here, you're in L.A., you're playing in this stadium for these fans. Yes? Okay. Now, not all MLS clubs could do that, but they always have the DP in their back pocket. They go, oh, we can offer you this. We can offer you the max money. Hopefully, you'll take it, and uh, that's it. But now, I think we've got to retrain our brains a little bit. It's a game changer. We retrain our brains about how we do it. I don't think you get rid of the DP right now, but maybe you build the salary cap a little bit bigger so you help facilitate it. And I will say this, if you – the salary cap, it's timed by a big amount. And obviously, we're in a CBA, so we can't really do that. But you do it by a lot more. I can guarantee you LFC is not going to spend $100 million Mm-mm. on a player roster. Right now, they're 11th in uh, in their payroll at 14500000 million. They'd like to up that. And they might go for guys like Gareth Bale. And I'll tell you this. Other teams are not going to be affected by that because they're not competing for Gareth Bale's signature. Mm-hmm. They build their teams differently. So, yeah. the DP – I think this may be the beginning of the way the league and other clubs look at it and how they use it.
1: I think what once was to help with parity a little bit, with Gareth Bale and Giorgio Chiellini coming in on TAM deals, I think now is maybe going to be detrimental. Yeah, it changes the said. landscape yeah. entirely. It does. It really does. Good good shout there, Max. Yeah, well, I, the only reason Max, I use that, Max I some Max commissioner, make it happen. And Vince said, I
3: like that, and I said, I'm running with it. And he really helped. So Vince helped. Good. He, you, no. you, you did no, not. No, you didn't pay. do anything.
2: No, I didn't. Yeah. I was just here.
3: But we like, did that high like five cooking. in an English accent. Yeah, a well, I dumped it. Wait,
1: but did he do an English accent? No. In the chat, whose English no. accent was better? No. Max's. Max's Cookie Monster. Max's. Or Connor's? Max's was the best, even though it wasn't. I can that do a dumb. Welsh accent.
4: What?
2: Ma-
1: yeah. Yeah. you do a okay. decent. Yeah, Chris Coleman here. I'm gonna put the best eleven out there. Wow. Uh, Connor, please give us your stoppage time and put us out of our misery. In my Max, stoppage your, your time was pretty good, though. I'll do yeah. that.
3: This was with my Chris Coleman. Gaz Bales, a great talent. very happy about
2: to be in Los Angeles. Are you having fun? My stoppage time is enjoy the moment, guys. Um, I woke up to this news, uh, all the sources just like yourselves, and I will say (laughs) there has been a handful of moments already, but this is one of, if not one of the most happiest moments I've been as an LAFC fan. So I encourage you guys to not give in to all that hate, uh, whether it's from the Euro snobs, from the rest of the league, <laughs> the Galaxy fans, just enjoy the moment. We have an amazing team this year. We have an amazing content team around the team. Um, and it's just some great players. And it's a fun experience. And I was saying on our post game, Sunday was so, so fun. The environment at the bank was Everything like nothing about I For a noon game. You yeah, should be game. complaining about the heat. On, and we're on going, a Sunday. It's Kylian Mbappe. It was so exciting. The lead singer
3: of System of a Down, who I'm a huge fan of, yeah. was there. And I, I walked right by him.
2: I walk my body, I'm like, hey, Serge. But I I can see how the hate can get to you to make you complain about the other people not enjoying it as much as you. No, 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 don't listen, just enjoy it. And to those people who are jealous of LAFC, get out of here, man. Like, y'all, y'all are so jealous. Go We're on the out. top of the, not, not only are we on the top of the league, we signed Chiellini and Bale. You want to know why? Just because we can. It's a power move to you guys. And don't get mad at us for signing the great players and doing well. Get mad at your own team for not doing as good as us. And that goes for everyone. Carson, Sounders, wow. Salt Lake. I don't know.
1: All of you. Salt Lake? Where did you put you put them in? With <laughs> no, our, no, I'm just throwing out Sacramento every, I mean, Republic? I'm just throwing out yeah. You know, this Sacramento Republic, Republic up, as well. Up, up the lick. I heard, I heard Republic were in on bail. Just couldn't make it happen. I just not uh, get over the line.
2: You know, you guys just have to, I, I, I'm a fan of the league. Mm-hmm. I'm a fan of the league. And even like when the Galaxy signs Chicharito, I'm happy. I want this league to grow. I want these big players to come. And I think this bail move gives the league a lot of exposure as mm-hmm. does any big player coming to the league. So one, let's show some respect. Two, you can be happy for us as well. Sounders fans, I was happy for you when you won the CONCACAF Champions yeah. League. Great job. You won. Now get over it. <laughs> like, you can be respectful and give us a little, like, I, I don't know, a there fair shout a There was in a, a lot
3: of that. People go, oh, they're downplaying the Gareth Bale. I go, come on, guys. This is huge. Yeah. Any way you cut it, it's huge. God damn. We're here for the league. We all all want to look out for each other to a degree.
1: And and as LFC LFC travels to different destinations, they'll be there. Trust me. They'll be there to see Gareth Bale. They'll reap those benefits. All right. It's my turn. This one is for you, Boris, and a lot of other people asking about Mamadou Fall. And my take on this is, guys, relax. It's okay. Don't worry. This is actually part of Mamadou's maturation and his development as a player. Look, he was not good before the break. Probably three or four games where he wasn't very good. And that can actually be excused a little bit, but also the attitude a little bit. That end to the Galaxy game is something that just can't happen. You can't have a guy running around just starting fights. He's 19 years old. He's got a lot to learn. He's got a lot of charisma. He's got a lot of personality, but sometimes he needs to know when to use it. And then also he needs to know when to focus on his football. And right now, to be frank, Sebastian Ibiaga is playing very well. Him and Jesus Maria went to Seattle, had a very good game in a 1-1 draw, and then they get a shutout. And Steve Trondolo is basically saying to Mamadou Fall, if you play well, you will start and you will continue to start. So as of right now, he's got a role with Mario, and he's got a role with Ibiaga. I know there's a midweek game, so that might bring some changes to keep guys fresh. But this is what develops players in the right way. He says, look, if you train well, you play well, you will continue to start well. Sebastian Viaga has been training well and he's been playing well. And so Mamadou has to look at that and take that as a challenge to get back into this team. And I guarantee you guys, he will be better for it. And he will definitely get his opportunity. There will be times he will be back. But right now, this is a big part of his development. So I'm I'm eager to see when he does get back on the pitch, how he kind of looks a little bit more mature. But j- just honestly, don't worry about it. I think Steve, of all people, being a former defender, is the right kind of guy to kind of give him this message and give him this lesson. So that's what I would say. Mamadou will be back. But as of right now, just pump yeah, the brakes. I, I, I just want to
2: throw one hot take out there. Um, Major League Soccer is a league that's signing the likes of Gareth Bale, David Beckham at one time. You got the Chicharitos. you got the Ibrahimoviches. Lorenzo Insigne, Insigne as well. The Scott, who got overwhelmed um, a bit by this yeah. guy. And then it's Liga Omeckes who's, you know, big jinyak, right? What else, guys? What else? What, what's next yeah, for Liga, Liga
1: Come on. What was he, I'm a Dutch saying, guy that did I'm just saying, if you out. want to make that argument, uh, we can Johnson. have that argument. Johnson, Johnson, but uh, Johnson. Johnson. MLS is uh, yeah. clear. Thalvin uh, is there and, as well.
3: I also want to say about Mamadou Fall. He was celebrating with the team he was there he was good spirits i think you know he gets, he's got to be frustrated I don't think he's a little bit i
4: don't
3: think he's in a bad mood no i think it, uh, it, look, and he's it's got Giorgio to go in there and go come here come here mamadou it's a valuable lesson <laughs> there's scusa. still a lot of games. i'm sorry kevin i hate, i know you had enough of the accents i do scusa yeah. mamadou you go this no nah, no sometimes good sometimes no
1: yeah. <laughs> look uh, lafc definitely knows what they have in mamadou this yeah, will be he's good a, he's fun. a great asset all right well that's it for the show, guys. Thank you again for watching. Don't forget, you can listen to this show as well as Angels Wear Boots as a podcast. Just search 110 Football wherever you listen to your podcast. In
2: just a couple of hours, Angels Wear Boots is back. Angel City had a much-needed week off, but Megan, Jessica, Nina, and Sarah are here to put on a great show for you guys. That's at 4 p.m., so make sure you are there. On Wednesday at 7:15 p.m., we are here right back at the bank for a midweek showdown versus FC Dallas. I'll be joined by Philly from Defenders of the Bank, Great, Jessica Black and Vince. Come hang out with us before the game during our pregame tailgate and come right back after the match as we give you our instant reaction to the result. Join us live or tune in on the YouTube channel. And on Saturday at 7 p.m., a busy week for the Black and Gold concludes as the team heads to the Great White North to battle the Vancouver Whitecaps. You don't need a passport to hang out with Vince and I for our 110 football watch party. Watch the game along with us and you never know who's going to call in and join us.
1: Always a surprise. Yeah, maybe Max Freddos from a bed in hot Hamburg.
2: Yeah. Uh, thank you guys so much in the chat. We love you guys. We'll be here every week. Uh, and this is fun. I like answering your questions. <laughs> Wednesday,
1: kimchi hot dog. Wednesday, I will see you guys kimchi, out there. Kimchi, great for Three your digestion. Dallas, let's go. Gareth Bale. Gareth Bale, baby. Come on. Uh, Gareth Bale. Get in, Bale, No more Bale. accents. No more Up accents.
2: Up the lift.